It was the last exhibition match of the season, and the slasher chicks were attacking the track with such vicious precision that they looked almost choreographed. Their captain, Elmira Street, was organizing some of the most efficient blocking I had ever seen, while their jammer, my cousin Antimony, skating under the derby name Final Girl, was running rings around the opposing team, literally. I watched her star-spangled helmet circle the track, and I tried to find it in my heart to cheer. Annie had worked hard all season, and she deserved the support of her family. Since her parents didn't give a crap about what she did in her spare time, and her siblings were both out of the state, and my sibling refused to leave his basement fastness, that left her with a cheering section of one. Me, Elsinore Harrington, the girl with the broken heart. The cause of that broken heart was behind Annie on the track, caught in the scrum with the rest of the concussion stand. Carlotta, better known as Pushy Galore when she was in the rink. Up until a week ago, the love of my summer. And now the latest in my long line of ex-girlfriends. Or, as my mother liked to call them, the Gosh, Elsie, maybe if you knew how to commit to a relationship, I wouldn't have to keep picking up the pieces when you broke another one, girls. My mother is not the nurturing type. Anyway, what with Carly dumping me like last week's phone case, complete with, it's not you, it's me. I can't handle dating someone who isn't human. You understand, it's not a racist thing. I'm just not comfortable with this anymore. I would have been completely within my rights to avoid the rink for the foreseeable future. Better yet, forever, since I kept falling for derby girls, dating them until they got tired of me, breaking up with them, and then having to deal with seeing them every time Annie had a practice or a game. It got old. But Annie needed me, and not just for rides to the track. So here I was yet again wearing my Slasher Chicks t-shirt, with a purse full of cookies and bacon wrapped in foil, waiting for my cousin to skate her way to glory. Glory or a split lip, depending on whether or not she flubbed her next jump. Split lips were bloodier. I was hoping for glory, or at least for a lack of stitches. The buzzer rang to signal the end of the game and the slasher chicks took the bout by a respectable 63 points. Annie kept skating, thrusting her hands up in the air as if she had just been elected Queen Badass of Ass Mountain. The rest of her team swarmed around her, all of them clapping and hugging each other like a big family. I was the one who had brought her here, encouraging her to try out after she graduated from high school and had to stop being a cheerleader, this was where I used to go to blow off steam and pick up girls, not necessarily in that order. So why did I suddenly feel like the one on the outside? Which one's yours? The voice was unfamiliar, low alto, with a little bit of a northern buzz to it, like the owner had grown up somewhere in Nova Scotia. The brunette with the pigtail braids, I said. Annie was following her team into the victory lap, shaking hands with every member of the concussion stand. I paused, reviewing the voice and the question it had asked, before adding hastily, she's my cousin, I just come to support her.
Oh, said the voice. I see. I'm Elsie, I said, and finally turned to see whom I was talking to. I was promptly glad that I had gotten the pleasantries out of the way before I lost the capacity for rational speech. That, too, is me, Elsinore Harrington, the girl who sometimes gets slapped silent by beauty. I am told that someday I will become smooth and easy with the ladies. I am pretty sure this is a lie. The voice's owner was sitting next to me on the bench, looking at me with amusement. She looked about my age, mid-twenties, with long, wavy hair that might have been blonde once, but was now all the colors of cotton candy, pink and blue and purple and white. 